0: Get it all from the network made for streaming, the Xfinity 10G network. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right, cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And there are no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. What up everyone, welcome back to the Bellas Podcast Yes, welcome back This is our 100th episode, can you believe it? Oh my gosh, no, I mean Bree, so much has happened in the last two years And I mean you heard it all on the podcast So let's celebrate with another banger Alright, here we go Happy Hump Day, Bella Army. I'm Nicole. And I'm Bree. And this is the Bellas Podcast. All right, everyone. So you know us Bellas are all about women empowerment. So of course, we have to toast to badass women breaking barriers for International Women's Day. So let's pop that bottle. All right, everyone. We're really excited to open up today because it's our hundredth episode. Cheers, sister, to not only our hundredth episode, but to this beautiful month of history of women. You know what? And not only cheers to you, but cheers to our listeners for keeping us alive for 100 episodes. Yeah, baby. All right. Salute. (sighs) Nothing like bubbles. Yeah. No, that's great. That is really good. Well, you know, I have to say this is, I mean, it's exciting that it's the 100th episode. It has gone fast. When you think of 100 episodes, it's what, been two years? It's been two years. And also what I find crazy is that we happen to hit 100 episodes you know, at the start of Women's History Month. And I always love this month because it's always fun to honor so many amazing women. It's crazy how it all just kind of comes together, right? It does. I mean, when we started this podcast, you were telling me how many mom jokes I had. You'd make people drink when I'd say I'm a mom. And now we hear you saying I'm a mom and all of your mom jokes. Okay. First of all, I do not have mom jokes. I mean, you got your mom haircut, and now you have your mom jokes. I have a sexy haircut. This is not a mom haircut. This is Salma Hayek vibes. Do you not look at Salma Hayek? (laughs) Okay, you're right. MILF vibes, boo. Remember that. It is MILF. But, you you know, I think it's such a cool time to recognize just all the historic women. And it's incredible because, you know, in our lifetime, what we've seen, and I'll admit, growing up as a young girl, you sometimes don't give credit to the certain women that have done incredible things, do kind of just go with life. And you're still seeing women break barriers to this day. And it's kind of cool to be 37 years old and recognize all of that kind of hard work. Right. Well, you know, for me, it makes it different this year because now being a mom, gosh, yeah. we you know, if we kept this drink. rule, this drink rule going, we'd have people double wasted. Who it changed now? it? We need to keep it. And I don't know. But I look at it so different because I've always have honored and been so impressed of all these women that have you know created history in their own ways in their own fields but for me now I appreciate them so much more because the ones that did it as a mom I know what the struggle is like what it would be at home or your thoughts of your children as you're over here breaking barriers or doing things that people are telling you no but you're fighting for it to be a yes and I just have such a different appreciation for it this year because being a mom now and looking back at all these moms that were just doing amazing things, I'm like, damn, I know the struggle now, so I can't even imagine then. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think the cool thing about history makers, especially women, is having enough courage to use your voice because it's scary. And it took me a while to find my voice. I'm always blown away when I see just people stand up for what they believe in. And they don't care what the repercussions are. They don't care if the whole world's against them. They're standing up strong in their voice and they're going to change people. And I'm always just like, wow, in awe of that. And I love that. Well, you know, I, I have to say, I find it so crazy that in 2021, we still have women Creating history and breaking yeah. barriers. But that's why I'm really excited to have our guests because it's like this is our 100th episode. It's Women's History Month. And you all know, like Brie and I are all about how do we empower our women, our female listeners, and of course our men too, because we know you guys can take stuff from this as well. But we wanted to have a really special guest. We and did. I guess that no one knows her story. I, in fact, actually don't know her full story, but I've heard things and and I've heard that this woman, I mean, one, she's been in the Marines and she was a police officer in the Marines and already there when I know you're a female that has survived the Marines. I'm like, (laughs) amen, right? And she's a female WWE superstar, but she's a mom and has always had her kid with her And I've just been so inspired by her. And she's done something in WWE that no woman ever, ever has. Right. And, you know, the one thing I always, just because we never shared a locker room together, but the one thing that stood out to me when you and I were talking about what women should we have on this month? Mm Because we do want, like, women who've broken barriers or who have a story. So two Mondays ago on Raw, she announced her pregnancy. And, you know, I thought to myself, like, wait a second, she's in a really big storyline on TV right now with the flares. Mm -hmm. She has so much going for her. Wrestlemania's around the corner. She's pregnant. I'm like, oh, I need to find out everything about her because like you said, I don't know her story either, but I know there's a lot going on. And Brian's always really spoken highly of Lacey Evans. And I'm like, you know what? Let's have her on. There's always been something I've been drawn to her about. Mm -hmm. You feel it through her Instagram, on television. And so um, I agree. No better person to kick off this month. None other than WWE superstar Lacey Evans, or as we like to call her, Macy. in the eyes or a maple donut and (laughs) in our eyes usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping that is the intense that I like intense heat lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from Maybelline New York formulated with chili pepper lifter plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, cocoa Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. So many of us love coffee. Mm -hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot. Excited to have you on the podcast. It's so funny because we all are in the whole WWE family. And even though we weren't in the locker room together, it's like, I still feel like I know you. I don't know if it's because of Instagram or just WWE watching every week. Mm -hmm. We actually haven't really hung out in the locker room. We weren't in the locker room together, but I'm like, I feel like I know her. Don't you feel the same? WWE is such a small world. You do kind of feel that way a bit. Yeah. But thank you so much for coming on the podcast. There is so much we want to talk about with you. It's crazy because our listeners are going to be so fascinated by your story. It's almost like, where do we start? Because you just had breaking news come out last week on Monday Night Raw, which, congratulations. Yes, congratulations. You're pregnant, which is just, it gives me goosebumps. So let's just start there. Are you just like, are you over the moon? Are you shocked? Are you excited? Tell us all about it. What are you feeling?
1: I mean, you know, uh, as you guys know from watching WWE, I had a huge title opportunity, uh, Elimination Chamber, WrestleMania is coming up, but, you know, it's just a motherhood. It's uh, women in sports entertainment. It's women in sports, period. Like, You know, we're blessed to be able to birth children and extend our families, but we also, you know, we have jobs to do in sports, like physical athletic jobs. So it's a, it's kind of like a blessing and a curse. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm so head over heels excited. I'm, My husband, I've been with him since I was 15. My daughter's been begging for a sibling since NXT. Mm-hmm. And as a woman, I have to look at my baby and say, I, I can't. I'm chasing. I'm so close. I'm almost there. You know, I have to prove to this company and to the world and to myself that I have what it takes to be successful. And then I promise but we're women. Like at what point can we promise them when we're literally giving our body everything we possibly can to be an athlete, to be a sports entertainer? I mean, let's throw it all out there. You can't be pregnant with a big belly out there kicking butt and taking names. So it's like, it was uh, It was a lot on my shoulders. Um, like I said, that opportunity is gone now. So I mean, there's like pros and cons, but at the end of the day, I I wouldn't change a thing. I am a mother. That's I awesome. my husband deserves as many babies as he wants, <laughs> you know. But I also deserve I agree. To, to be successful and feel empowered and feel like I have accomplished something. So it's hard. I mean, you guys know women in mm-hmm. in any field. Uh, especially male-dominated in, in sports, it's hard. Right. Now, oh gosh, w- it's so walk true. us
0: kind of through the moments. So, you know, our little boys were accidents. I'll never forget when I was in France enjoying myself. And I'm like, gosh, I feel so off. I... I- I was like, this kind of feels like pregnancy, but no way. And then when I found out I was pregnant, you're like thinking, gosh, maybe it's just like sister vibes. right? And then what was it? Three days later you found out? I think, or a week. Whatever. I mean, yeah. So was it the same with you? Were you just like, all of a sudden like,
1: gosh, I feel a little off. Is this pregnancy symptoms or what walk us through that? Okay. So this is literally what I have. Nobody even knows this. I don't know when this is going to air, but this is about to get out. But like I said, here I am a woman in sports entertainment. I'm five years in the business. I'm 30 years old. Uh, I'm looking around at, at my family. I'm looking at my husband who is outside trying not to tear up, but like is outside working his butt off. And he's just such a man. He's such a good man. And I'm like, I'm not getting any younger. And my daughter is yeah. now eight. So like, there's a huge gap. Even if, if God blessed me with a child right now, like my daughter's eight, you know, like it already sucks, you know, in the perfect world, my kids would be young and, and be able to grow up together. And I already don't have that because of what I've had to put in and, and the path that God has put me on through the military and into WWE. So um, finally, just after months, I got a good run with Becky Lynch. I got to do amazing things with Bailey and Sasha and, and Saudi Arabia. And, and then all of a sudden it came to, I wasn't being used and I was, you know, backstage, which I don't mind because I come from nothing. So like, I have a good job. I'm still being able to pay my bills. I'm I'm very blessed. I will sit and eat steak and shrimp at catering with no problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, like, Trump, so true. We're blessed. <laughs> like I'm looking at the steak and shrimp and lobster. Just just thinking, man, I wonder how it would work. How does it work to be a woman in, in WWE when it comes to pregnancy? And I am not one to just sit back and be quiet and I knock on the door and I um, I say, when is a good time? You know, I'm not being used, and I've always wanted to be another mom. I know for a fact, once I had to have the baby, I can come right back, kicking an ass and taking names. Um, mm-hmm. So I honestly went to WWE and asked, "How does it work? How does it work to be a woman in WWE and wanting to extend their family?"
0: Oh wow. my god, chill. Good for you. you Good know, for you. That's big because I mean, we've been at WWE for so long, and it is, it's very hard. I mean, I think of just when I tried to plan it and, well, yours, you, you didn't. No, yeah. <laughs> but with Birdie when I did, and it was very hard to make that decision to leave. But I wasn't brave enough to be like you and go knock and just say, hey, can I do it now? Because maybe I wouldn't have left when I did. But I give you a lot of credit because it takes a lot of courage to first off knock on the boss's door and then to say something like that because it's never been done in that way. Right. Well, you know, I have to say, like, I've always have found you so incredibly inspiring because, you know what, our listeners don't know, but Macy, since she's been with the WWE, you know, we've always talked about how we travel over 200 days a year you've always brought your little girl and your husband to every show. They're always on the road with you. And when I knew of that, I was like, gosh, that is such an amazing thing that you have found a way to be able to kick ass in the ring, have this job of a WWE superstar, but have your family involved. And then to know like how you go to the bosses and say, hey, when's a good time to bring a life into this world? Like, I mean, I find you even more inspiring because of that that is just it's very courageous very courageous and how has it been you know bringing your family on I know Bree's always asked me like how does she do it like I've even asked Brian to go pick your brain I'm like yeah ask her because I'm like it's not like you have a tour bus tour buses make it easy right you've never from day one haven't had any of that and you've made it work
1: Yeah. I mean, for, I just, I can't take all the credit. My husband, that man, we started a construction company while I was active duty and uh, to make, you know, ends meet and and try to make some extra money to possibly build a house or like all these dreams. And uh, and then I started with WWE and literally I, there was a meeting that Stephanie McMahon had at when I was fresh into NXT. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say this real quick, because in my tryout, I didn't think I was going to get it because I was a mom. And I say that because wow. they pulled me aside on the third day and I'm thinking I'm, I'm rocking it. You know, I may not have mm-hmm. like this over the top at character cause I was still active duty. I was just, yes, sir. No, sir. Front roll backflip ready. Yes. I'm out of here. <laughs> and that's not <laughs> what they want. They want like just charisma and I didn't have that. And uh, so I thought he was pulling me aside to yet again, tell me, loosen up, have some fun, you know? But to me, I mean, I um, have a very rough upbringing. So this to me was not just an opportunity to be famous. This to me was an opportunity to not have to worry anymore and to be able to take care of my family. So that's a whole, like everything was riding on like this once in a lifetime. So I'm not going to loosen up. Like you don't understand, like I need this. Yeah. If I don't get it, I will survive. But like, I want this so bad. So when he pulled me aside, he said, we want to hire you. And I'm thinking my heart, you know, that, that feeling, I'm sure you guys can oh, yeah. relate to it in many ways oh, yeah. throughout your career, but I'm like, oh yes. And he goes, there's only one problem in my heart sunk. And I'm like, well, what is it? And he said, you're a mom. I was just like, what do you mean? He goes, no, we have mom, you know, that what I'm saying is you don't realize how many days out of the year you're going to be on the road and not with your kid. Mm-hmm. And immediately in the back of my head, I I was thinking, I'll never not be with my kid. I don't know how I'm going to figure it out, but like you lost me, you're not going to be with your kid. I'm a mom. I'm a mom yeah. for anything. So, I can't answer how I'm going to be with my kid, but I and I didn't yeah. speak up, but I knew the minute he said you're not going to be with your kid, I said there's no there's no way. I'll figure that part out. So just I'm going on the fly here and I said, "Well, you know, I've been with my husband since I was 15. I brought that back up because there's a support system there that is, you know, you don't really see that often. If I tell you some of the mountains me and this man have climbed from the jump, this is another one that we, I think, have the strength from just from the muscle mass that we got from everything we've been through to keep climbing. And so um, I told him, I told him that I may not have much family support, but I've got a husband who will make sure that I can do what I need to do in this company. Oh, I love that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And so uh back to how I travel with her. I mean, obviously homeschool. So she can't go to regular school, which is okay because she was so young. She was only three, you know, she's now four and five and she's not gonna miss much. And she'll get to travel the world. And then I'm looking at like my income and I'm d- looking at flights because WW don't pay for, you know, for your daughter and your husband. And I mean, I'm covered. Yeah. I'm good, but now I'm punching in numbers and my how much I make at NXT and how I'm going to make this work. And they, I was like, well, they provide my hotel and I'm looking up to minus that. And I said, you know what? I may not be coming out with a lot at the end. My bills can be covered, but my family can be with me. And if I just keep working, by the time I make it big, I'll be having a a positive on the out. And so we just kept going and we saved money through our rental cars and where we slept. And we definitely stayed at some not- the nicest places, you know, and we just kept going and then homeschooling with, you know, the laptop and, you know, I paid the extra fee for my bags, for the weight, for the books. <laughs> and uh, and <laughs> we got to travel and, it, and then it started going to where as she's getting older, she's eight now. So like at six and seven, you know, I'm giving her currency from different countries. So I'm juggling, you know, okay, I've got to be at this uh, venue at like 5 p.m., But like I have from noon to five to like take her out and teach her about the money and currencies and exchange. And so I was just juggling it one thing at a time. My husband's not very good at the school side, but that man is like, you know, he's right there waiting. So I have to do all that. And that was hard you know coming into WWE and all of a sudden getting these opportunities but then I've got this baggage nobody's ever said that to me but like you, they're just looking at you like I'm breaking the, the rules a little bit and this is taboo and like yeah. my daughter's back there with her school books by catering and I don't know what else to do I promise I'll go bump my ass off but like my daughter has her math assignment so that was really hard for me was um the looks, you know, I'm just assuming yeah, but... everybody off. I'm stepping on the people that have been in this business so long, but there's nothing else I can do because I'm not going to leave my kid.
0: But you know, what's incredible Lacey is you actually broke a barrier for women at WWE. Cause I mean, I, we started in 2006 and here it's 2021. And I've never seen that until you and you actually have been so many conversations at my dinner table with Brian and I saying, I mean, we brought it up so many times like Lacey does it like we could do it because my last comeback didn't go the way I wanted it to. I mean, for Nikki, it was good for me didn't because it was the first time I left my kid, Birdie, and I was a wreck. It was very hard for me. But I never thought in a million years I could bring her on the road. It just it, it was never like that at WWE, like you said. And the yeah. one thing you do think about is what people think backstage and, oh, and the they, vibe. They can be so mean. Like they I can know be what, so mean. when you talk about the, the looks and, and the and... judge and the shaming, without even being verbal, and and you feel it. And it's crazy because now being a mom, I get that fire. It's like you mess with my kid or anything that deals with my kid, oh. I'll kick your fucking ass. Oh, one hundred percent. It's crazy the fire, but. I've never have met someone so inspiring before because like Brie was saying, that backstage is so tough. But to be like, I don't care. This is my family. My daughter's going to learn math right now and I'm going to go kick ass out there and then I'm going to come back and i gonna make sure that she got that problem right. And you know what's cool is you're going to probably see now down the road, Becky Lynch bringing her kid backstage, being a full-time talent because we, us women in WWE never thought that was possible until you. And. Yeah. I feel like now I can make a comeback because everyone would always ask me, like, do you want to make a comeback? And I always was like, yes, but I'm a mom first. And if I can't bring my kids, I can't go back. Brian can, but I can't. But just knowing you and now even more now hearing this story, I'm like, damn, I can go back and I can go back, you know, make a long comeback and Buddy and Birdie can be right there. You could be homeschooling them because I don't know how smart I am. <laughs> well, you know, Brian would be. <laughs> oh, Brian would have to. Yeah. Yeah. All we I'd need like Brian, is like please. an
1: extra room. We just, there's plenty of room, you know, just give us one. We'll throw all the kids in there. Right. Yes. We're sports entertainers. We can entertain the hell out of some people. Our music will hit. We'll go out and show them what we're made of and then go back and show our babies that we don't have limits.
0: I agree with you. And I just really want to circle back real quick. You know, to me, when you asked, when you knocked on the door and they told you, you Did you know you were going into a big storyline with Charlotte? Or was it kind of like, yeah, sure, try. And then whatever happens, happens. Like, how did that play out? Because your guys' storyline's been incredible
1: on television. Yeah. So how did it work? I mean, obviously they were so supportive about even the thought of, you know, extending my family, getting, you know, having another baby. And, um, so for a couple months I tried and, and my daughter's eight. So she, we're talk all the time. Like we're both in the bathroom taking pregnancy tests, <laughs> <laughs> but she's crying, you know, cause it's negative, 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 negative. And she's finally like on her knees, just praying to God. Cause she thinks, you know, he's the one who will decide when it's time. Right pray in with the negative test. And then then all of a sudden Vince has this idea with the whole storyline. So um I was just like, well, all right. Everything's been negative, sir. I'll, you know, I'll get back in the game. And then sure enough, Sunday at 815, I said I'll just continue to take practice tests for obvious reasons. You know, protect- in right. Sunday at 815, it was positive. And it was uh God. one week to the day of the elimination chamber. And I was oh like, my gosh. Ah, you know, like this is great, but damn it, all right, you know, and um there's a guilt, you know, you feel guilty because there are so many people working to, for these storylines, from the writers to oh, Charlotte yeah. to her father to, and I'm just like, dang, but what can you do? And I, you the know, I I am. it took me from 815 to 840 to figure out how to write that up and and inform oh the God. powers that be that this is this is where we're at.
0: Yeah. Well, it's where God and the universe wanted you. And I always believe that those moments of that story, it'll come back and you'll have an even stronger story now because you'll be coming back as a mom of two and overcoming that. You know what I love about springtime is that you kind of get to refresh your closet. You know, fall, winter, we're all bundled up. And then when spring comes, the sun is truly out. You get to ditch all the layers and just refresh your look. I mean, I feel like I am totally in for like refreshing my wardrobe, bringing a little color. I need spring shopping. I mean, Brie, Walmart has like some incredible styles out right now and so affordable. Oh, that is right. This spring, there's only one destination for the latest fashion, home and beauty inspired by real life, Walmart. Be it bold swimwear or graphic, beach towels, glowy makeup, or sleek activewear, or even elevated furniture and and mix-and-match tableware to inspire your next spring gathering at home. Discover surprisingly stylish new season favorites at Walmart now or shop it on the Walmart app. Go to Walmart.com slash now trending. That's Walmart.com slash now trending. Now trending. Your style at Walmart. If you're open to talking about it, I know you said that you had a tough childhood. And I also find what's very inspirational about you is that you served in the Marines, which is so amazing, but can we talk a little bit about like your childhood and your upbringing? Because I think it's inspiring when it's been rough for people, but then they turn out like how you've turned out. And we would just love to know your story and and how you overcame it and how you've become the woman you are today.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, if I cry, it's y'all's fault now.
0: No, wait. <laughs> say, tears are free yeah. here.
1: <laughs> they say when you talk about something and, and you don't cry, you've healed. Well, I know I'm not, but I'm so close. I'll get there. I have seven si- siblings there's seven of us um and I, my father was an addict and he had very bad anger problems and addiction uh, same thing with my mother more depression and and they were both addicts so my whole life it was filled with just anger and addiction just it was terrible terrible to the point where I would get on the school bus and be very, very happy. I would get on the school bus to come home and I would literally want to vomit like, cause you just like walking on eggshells your whole life. Um, he did construction and between evictions and, uh, chasing jobs. You know, I've, i we lived all over the, the South with my siblings and it just got to the point where when I was 19, I finally enlisted because I could not fight the addiction. I could not beat the drugs. I tried everything from my siblings to my parents and. I just couldn't. And I thought that if I joined the military, not only would I learn what a clean, sober, motivated, positive life is, but it would force me to not enable them because it's your family. You want to help them. But uh, after years and years of trying and you can only do so much and I couldn't beat it. And so I joined the military, I was a military police officer because, you know, growing up the cops in my life, like, you know, if anything, it should hit the fan, if, you know, between the drugs and the addiction and the anger and just the negative, if you saw this cop, that means everything's going to be okay. Even if it's just for that moment, like you're going to be good. And so I was like, man, I want to be a cop. So that way, if there are babies out there that are going through hell, when they see my face, they'll know that at least while I'm there, you're going to be safe. Everything's going to be good to go. And then my father, uh, uh, finally, two months before my WWE trial, he overdosed. And
0: oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm so
1: sorry. No, he's so dead. sorry. And it was um, it's very, very hard. But back to that being a mother, whenever he I went and visit him November before before his overdose. And I was so happy I had this little baby. I wanted her to him to hold her. And, uh, I, he, for the first time he was holding my daughter and I just, you know, I'd be proud of me. Like, and he, uh, he was very high. So he was like falling over and I took my kid and I, I picked her up. And right then, as I lifted her, he, he fell off the bed and he hit the floor so loud because he was a big guy. And her, I remember her eyes just looking at me like, what, you know, like, what was that? And just in fear And uh, I said, I'll never. The way my kid looked at me, I know those eyes so well because they were my eyes growing up. I'm never going to let my baby look at me like that again. I packed my stuff. That was November. And by July 6th, he was gone. He died July 6th, a few months later. And so, but so in a weird way, and I know this sounds terrible, but the minute my father hit the ground for the last time, That was when I knew, no matter what happened going forward, that I was going to be okay because now that I'm a mom, my responsibility is now to my baby and those eyes that are looking at me and then I'm not supposed to have her look at me like that and so scared and confused with that lifestyle. So that was the hardest decision, um, but I was ready for it. And I know that sounds bad, but I was ready because there's only so much you can do. And so when I got the phone call, it was really rough, but um, you know, that's... What can, what can you do at that point? And I, I had my trial in September and that was, I think what got me my, my freaking opportunity because I was, like I said, I was like, yes, sir. No, sir. Blah, blah, blah. But last day promo day. And I cut a promo about drugs and addiction and how uh, no matter what happens to me in my career, I'm going to use my platform to show the world that it doesn't matter what you come from. It doesn't matter what trailer park or tent you have to live in, what kind of addicted parents you have, what kind of negative life that you know that you are capable of anything. And I think that that, that promo was, they were just like, man, she might have what it takes at least, uh, in this business. So Yes. Wow,
0: Macy, like you you're making me cry. Um, you're superwoman. You know, it's so incredible to me when I meet people that have literally turned negatives into positives, and instead of becoming victims, they become survivors. and then they teach people. And I see that on your platform. I see it on your Instagram. I see it every time you walk out to that ring, and I've seen it when you've done anything with the WWE any charity or whatever. You really use your voice in such a loud, beautiful way. And I mean, you caught my attention and we never even shook hands and Mm -hmm. I didn't meet you yet. But I remember I started following you and I was just like, there's something about her. I like her. And Mm -hmm. you feel your passion of just wanting to help people and it's such a beautiful thing. Your daughter, I'm sure looks at you and she just thinks, "Wow, I have the most amazing mama." Oh. I just you're really incredible. You really really are. It's just beautiful. Yeah, I agree.
1: Thank you. It's a blessing and a curse because you know, I am strong. There's there's nothing much left that that I can take and be knocked down from that I can't get back up. You know, ever since I was little, but Um, I'll give you an example. This like broke my heart. And when you guys contacted me and about this, I, I immediately thought, man, I was going to post this to help others. It's private business, but like, you know, God gave me this platform for a reason. And, you know, people see us, you guys, me, beautiful makeup, contour, just happy lives, a nice bed behind Mm -hmm. you. And they just think like, man, they have the perfect life. And it's so far from the, the truth. Like they, they think that everything is just like. We're the perfect parents. And the other day, my daughter, it was for uh, New Year's resolution. It was one of her assignments for school. And she had to write down what she wanted. What was her top five? And I was going to send you all the photo because it was the saddest thing. But because, you know, y'all think I'm tough, but like I'm fighting every day to not allow my upbringing and how hurt that I'm still trying to get over this. Like mental health is a mother. girl. You know what I mean? It is. Oh, yeah. And even the the ones of us that got a good bank and a good job and, and a family, we got to fight every right. day. And so on this thing, and it rocked me on her number four or number three thing is she said, um, I want my mom not to get so mad. And I just like oh. broke my heart, you know, because oh. and it just shows like I try. I'm superwoman. I could do all this. Yeah. But my own baby for her assignment. And when I read it, I was just like defeated because here I am. I'm her dinner's made and every this and that. And I got a job and I just worked out and I just did this and that. And, and like, that's what she wants. Like I, I must be the worst parent in the world. If my eight-year-old kid is literally on her new year's resolution, one of her goals is to help me not get so mad. So it just goes to show that I was like, I just needed a minute, man. I needed to leave and, and just. Recheck myself and like take yeah. a deep breath because it's it's hard even perfect lives you know it's it's rough. It's so
0: true. You know I'll never forget when Birdie said to me because you know Brian goes on the road. I'm home by myself and you know with Buddy like I'm trying to give him the attention, trying to give Bird her attention. Then I have two wild Frenchies and it does become overwhelming and I get frustrated. And I'll never forget, she was like, don't be the mean mommy, be the nice mommy. And I was like you, I just, it made me stop in my tracks. And I was like, whoa, Brie, you let your frustration just like really show. And I had to walk into the other room too, because it crushed me. And I was just like, oh my gosh, the fact that she just put mean and mommy in the same sentence, it killed me. Well, and and it's like what you guys said is, you can, you know, prepare dinner, you make sure everything's taken care of with them. But the one thing that they'll like, remember that just little thing, and it's like, what they hold on to, you know, for me, it's such a a learning experience, because I can get super frustrated, because I think it's a lot of us, especially who are career moms, it's like, you try not to bring work at home, but you can't help it because work is just it's a life. And, you know, I think a lot of us have learned things through this pandemic of like, how can I change certain things? But I know like I can get frustrated at my home and Artem will be like, are you okay? And I'm like, oh, I can't kick out of this grumpiness. Right. I'm so upset about this. And it's like something that I'll need to learn as Mateo gets older, because I just, I wear my heart on my sleeve and my emotions. And it's so hard for me When I see a certain email, I'm like, oh my gosh, how do I not bring that in my house right Right. now? Well, it's why I still go to therapy because we had an angry home too growing up and we saw a lot of fighting. And sometimes I was thinking, oh, when you really love someone, you fight with them. Mm -hmm. And I remember when Brian and I first started dating, he was like, you cannot speak to me the way your family all speak to each other. He goes, I don't work that way because we we would hit below the belt. Mm -hmm. And I still have to remind myself and I still talk to my life coach And I even have to learn, it's so weird to say this, but even mom language, like I have to know like how to be. And even though it all comes naturally and it's weird because I'm such a softy with my kids compared to Brian, I'm always like, sorry, (laughs) (laughs) but I still have to go to therapy to get those habits out of me. And I hope one day I won't have to go anymore. That they just kick. But it's crazy after you were have to work on your past. Everything that was embedded in all three of us and what we mm-hmm. saw, we really have to work on to not put into our kids. You know. Right.
1: Yeah, I just always say like break the cycle, and I use that hashtag so often because it doesn't matter if I come from if I had to live in tents growing up and my in trailer parks, and my dad did drugs and my and he lost his life. Like. I'm not going to allow that. I don't drink. I don't do any drugs, like none of it, because I am not going to, mm. if my daughter chooses to to do that, like it will not be because that's all that she knows. It's it will not be because that's what's embedded. And I learned today, by the way, speaking of like moms and empowerment and being there for each other. And like that happiness is 50%. So like, however, your happiness ranges, it's 50% hereditary, which remember how you said, Oh, you're wow. not a victim. I was thinking, man, Another reason why my upbringing sucks. Now now I'm probably like, the, you know, and then I had to check myself because 40% of that is how you can force yourself to be happy. It's how you look at life and how you take a minute to like, so I said, all right, so I did the math. I'm like, okay, 50%. I'm probably very, very sad and very angry all the time, but I've got a 40% chance to fix it. So, you right. know, but isn't that wild? Like, so hopefully I got like 50% from a grandma somewhere that was always happy yeah, <laughs> and love life. But like, yeah. Stuff like that, like we just have to realize what we have control over and that is everything. And that way our babies don't have to write. I wish my New Year's resolution is my mom to be happy happy like or not to get mad right but we're not perfect I mean man we're not therapy hell yes I can't tell you I've got some NXT stories that y'all would think what the hell is she doing on the main roster I thought for sure they were going to get rid of me (laughs) but like I I've been through a lot so I take it every day at a time breaths and sage and And trying to be a good mom and and an athlete and what I need to be for WWE and everything else. And y'all know as well as I do, it's a juggle.
0: It is a juggle. And you are a great mama. If your daughter ever needs to talk to someone, I'll be like, you have no idea how hard it is. And (laughs) you're a part of it. I have a question. So if you had one wish at the WWE, or I, I should say not even a wish, like what would be your ultimate dream or goal? Like, like storyline-wise like like ma- WWE? Like anything. Like if you had that vision board and you could only put one thing on it for the WWE as a superstar,
1: what would it be? Like champion, match, anything. I mean, I would love to be a champion. I, I'm not going to stop working until I am. But I, I, I want to be in WWE forever. I would love to be eventually a coach. That way, when there are moms that are coming through here, when there are young kids that like, Cause there's this company is so incredible and I've just learned so much from finances to like, and I've made like mistakes along the way. I mean, I was living in a pool behind camper in Orlando just to save some, some dimes. But that's another thing as I'm crunching numbers, figuring out how I could be a mom at all times. I pulled a little camper, Coleman camper at a campsite for $375 a month just so I could make wow. Wow. some money. But yeah, That's I think incredible. my overall goal, I think, if you're asking right out, is, is to be in WWE long term, so long that eventually I am a voice for the company, for the mm. people that are coming and can help them realize that there are no, like, there are struggles, but you don't have limits. I just love this job. And oh incredible. I love that. If I could help others get this opportunity or help others be successful, like that would just be awesome because it's been amazing.
0: Well, and I love that. And I feel like actually WWE would benefit so yeah. much from that because there 100%. are, I think, a lot of moms out there that would love to be a WWE superstar, but yeah. they think the same thing. Like, I'm a mom. How can I do this? How can I travel? And to have a veteran teach you the ropes, who's been through it. Like, I think that job in the future, it will definitely be needed and you've experienced it. You were the first one to do it. You broke that barrier. I agree. So when were you in 2016, you're listening, <laughs> this needs to happen. And for all the moms out there, just know you can do it. Yes, I agree. And is there anyone that you haven't faced yet at WWE that, you know, after you have your baby, you come back that you'd like to face?
1: I'd Dream like to match. finish off with Charlotte Flair. I'd like to get my hands on her a few more times. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, that too was cut short. And I I don't think that we uh, got to where we could have together. Right. But I think like Rhea Ripley, I I just love how like she mm. just has grit in the ring. I, I rolled yeah. around with her a little bit at NXT. And of course, Bianca Belair on the big stage. I would love to because them two women are just like, incredible people in hard yeah. grit women. And I, I, I think that'd be really fun. I Those would be two great matches. Really I do agree. And amazing. I do
0: want to see you and Charlotte finish the story. We line. need that because it it had great momentum. It was amazing. But it's been a perfect ending right now because we are so excited for you. Yeah. And I'm- I look at it as it's a good twist in the story. It is a good twist. You know well, what I mean? to be honest, at first when it was happening, I'm like, oh, wow. Are oh, they yeah. going to pull I didn't think, Lita yeah. and
1: Kane and this is going to be Lacey and Rick's baby? I, at hey, first I was, I was thinking. I'm ready. I'm ready. Like, inter- <laughs> hey, just because I can't do the sports part don't mean I can't entertain the hell out of you nasty things. I would have run with I, it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well... Hey, maybe because I think it would be amazing. I think Rick would be the best too. Yeah. Like, I mean, you just don't it? have to go down the ramp because I know they have the rules. Just cut the promos I mean, on the ramp. Backstage, you be good to go. Backstage. On, on off my fat belly. I'm good. Like, yes. Yeah. Well, you know what? I Hey, it's you, and I wouldn't be surprised if we see it. So, and it's such good entertainment. Such good entertainment. I feel like Fox <laughs> would love that. I agree. And I or USA, both of them. Both networks would be yeah. into it. Yeah. Fox would be like, "Come on, bring yeah, it to I me." Yeah, I feel like Fox yeah, would be like, Fox is "Let's ready do for this. anything." I agree. <laughs> we love you USA, but Fox Fox mm-hmm. they got it. Oh my gosh, Macy, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and talking just, with us. You it's just First off, I-, I was so excited to have you on and then just talking to you. This has just been such a joy, and I feel like I'm going to walk away with so much right now. I agree. Just opening up your heart and soul, and I have to tell you that because it's Women's History Month, or about to be, but when this airs, will be Women's History Month. Um, we are talking about, well, we want to bring someone on from WWE, and I have to say, Brian, as you all know, Daniel Brian or Bree's husband, Brian goes, you have to bring on Lacey Evans. He did. She's so inspiring. And how he spoke of you was so incredible. So it's like people do
1: without you probably knowing. Yeah.
0: Sometimes we have to put up with like the dirty looks, but some people do look at you and it's cool when men do and they're like, damn, inspired!" like that's amazing what she's doing.
1: Oh, thank yeah. you guys. Cause I try to stay out of everybody's way and you know what I mean? So that's awesome. Yeah. Cause I don't really, I just, hello, sir. And you know, just yeah. you know, walk back away. So that's really cool. Like, man, cause even in the military, being on a SWAT team, I'm the only female and I'm pump- pumping breast milk while I'm loading my weapon to like, you know, like that, <laughs> was, you know, being, that was <laughs> one of the wildest things, but you know, we, as women, what can we do? We just got to keep, Pumping, literally. We just got to keep pushing, you know? Literally. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. It's Please. my life. Pumping pumpin and pushing.
1: Pumping and pushing.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs>
1: Pumping, pushing, and bumping. You know what I mean? We can do Seriously. it. Seriously.
0: Honestly. That <laughs> would be a an, great an shirt. I-ing off of anything, and a woman can do it. Uh, right? 100. I agree. Well, gosh, thank you so much. Yeah. I know that our listeners right now feel so inspired and truly enlightened. Like, it's just... It's amazing to hear your story. Just take away the WWE part of it. You are such an incredible woman. And the fact that you're a WWE superstar, you just, you raised the bar for all of us women that much more. So yes, thank you did. for that. And thank you for coming on our podcast. Yes. Thank you. Yeah.
1: That was awesome.
0: All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Yes, thank you. And thank you so much, Macy, for coming on and opening up your heart and speaking to us and just inspiring all of us. Yes, you are one badass, historic woman. So thank you. Yes. And tweet us your questions for Bella Army Q&A with the hashtag Bella's podcast. And call 833 q to ask us for on-air advice in our segment, Dear Bellas. And it is the 100th episode. So come on, Bella Army. Show us some love by rating the show, leaving a review, and hitting subscribe. Oh, I just love you, Brie. And we have an Instagram exclusively dedicated to The Bella's Podcast, so make sure to follow us at The Bella's Podcast. Until next week. Remember to stay fearless. And you'll always go Brie mode if you drink along with us. See you you next Wednesday. Wednesday. And as Bertie likes to say, Bye-bye.